Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Six Guy Rizzy to learn. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Walsh is back, and he's got the ball. He's blocked baseline for a two-hand flush. Walsh with the assist, Arkansas by 12. Second one's no good. Rebound pulled away by Mitchell. Four seconds, three seconds. Devo ahead to block. That's it. Arkansas moving on. It's Kansas on Saturday for a right to go to the Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. It is day two of the NCAA tournament. And uh, if you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. Those are all the ways to get into the show. And uh, you can get some comments in as far as... uh, how your bracket is going so far. What do you think of the NCAA tournament? But right now, we're going to talk to Steve Sullivan of KTV. How's it going, Sully? Very well. How can you be doing bad this time of year? <laughs> yeah, the Hogs, they uh, they had a good game yesterday, and we saw some of the same, though, actually. We saw where they got off to the fast start, and then in the second half, it slowed down a bit. They had to hold on to get the win, but that's the great thing about it. They were able to hold on to get that win. Yeah, they fought back a little. You know, that was when they got it to five, uh, I think five minutes into the second half. And you think, uh, here we go again. The 10 point lead's going to evaporate quickly. And Devo steps up and hits the big three. And, and it was very nice at the end of the game not to be nursing a one point lead, but a seven point lead or a five point lead. And, uh, it was a good matchup because Illinois is more challenged shooting the ball than we are. The scary thing is they had some open looks, a lot of open looks in three-point range that they didn't hit. And Kansas isn't a great three-point shooting team, but they have some good three-point shooters um, that could knock those down. But, uh, hey, as we're seeing today, you know, I thought it'd be with the NIL, I thought it'd be a greater separation between the, the haves and, say, the have-nots, the mid-majors, because I figured – a lot of the major schools would be poaching the good players from the mid-major schools, but that isn't happening because the separation of these games, I mean, Kennesaw State could have won their game. Uh, now you got uh, all the mid-majors hanging tough in these 3-15 games, and, or 3-14 games, 2-15 games, and it's been crazy. What do you think of the job they did on Matt Meyer yesterday? It was 0 for 6 over five from three. I know he's a streaky player, but they did a great job, I thought, defensively crowding and making him uncomfortable and making him take tough shots. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, that's one thing. You know, Mux has a, a great philosophy. And, you know, you'll watch them play and you'll see, you know, Devo throw a – he has a tendency to throw these, uh, uh, what do I say, uh, try to be highlight passes that have a low percentage of success and they, you know, fly out of bounds and end up in the bench or something and Musk doesn't bat an eye, just moves on or someone uh, messes up an alley-oop and he doesn't pull them from a game. But he said, you know, I, I demand you stay to the rules and stay to everything I say defensively, but I let you play with offensive freedom. And I think that's gotten to the point now where all our five stars are behind in on defense. I mean, Walsh is playing great. Nick Smith is even engaged on defense, and Devo's an elite defender. 
And, you know, they made, especially for the first half, you could tell they made Illinois very uncomfortable. And, and they weren't shooting great shots. And our tendency has been, and what scares me is, you know, you hate to hold play so well and hold someone to 29% shooting and only go to the half up 10. And that's been kind of our M.O. is we don't build a big enough lead when we hold a team down. And But it's hard to go on. We had a 10-0 run yesterday. But, you know, the spurtability hasn't been there with this team because we have trouble scoring consistently. I mean, when's the last time you've seen us knock down back-to-back threes in the space of, like, 45 seconds or a minute? That just doesn't happen this season. It's been crazy. Now, but, uh, go ahead, yeah, Sully. Go, go ahead, Sully. No, you go. I'm just rambling. Go. Well, as far as the scoring, it was pretty balanced where Arkansas had three players in double figures and and uh, Illinois also had the same thing going on. Terrence Shannon. Shannon actually had a really good game, and then you had a couple other players in double figures. So just looking at that, it's amazing that Arkansas was able to come away with a 10-point win thinking of kind of how the flow of the game was. Yeah, our our box score looked pretty good when you figure Nick Smith, and, you know, Nick Smith didn't shoot 20 shots yesterday. And, you know, Devo was 7 of 14, but outside of Devo, there was no one that really shot the ball well. But, you know, Anthony Black hit enough big buckets, and Ricky Council, it was great to see him get his mojo back. Uh, that was huge, hitting him him hitting that three-pointer, because, you know, he has lacked aggression. You would never know, watching him play the last six or seven games, that early in the season he was leading the SEC in scoring. And that's one thing about Nick, you see that alpha attitude on offense. Even, even with Devo, he'll attack. But, you know, Council's been one that's been pump-faking and been reluctant to shoot the ball. And we need Ricky Council, I think, to be really good for us to advance. But, you know, that's a good situation when we have, you know, three guys in double figures, a couple others approaching double figures. And I think we're better off than than we have one guy, you know, trying to get 25 or 30 points. And that's kind of the way we are built. Ultimate uh, kind of doesn't show up on the stat sheet game yesterday for Jordan Walsh. It was it was two of eight, but had the highest plus minus. Now I know you have to be careful in individual games, but he was plus twenty two for Arkansas yesterday, and the only other player who was you know plus uh, double digits was Ricky Council. Would you like from Walsh yesterday, kind of with the all around game, strong defense, rebounding, all of it? Yeah, he's just physical. He's hard to believe he's a freshman. I mean, he yeah. is just a, a bull in there. And he's, he's, he's kind of, he's trying to enforce his, uh, his way inside, too, when he's, you know, attacking the hoop with just putting his shoulder into people. And, um, and he's gotten more aggressive, I think, inside offensively these last couple of games. And, uh, hey, but his defense is so good. And I think the hustle points and the, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, that sells with mud. And as long as Walsh continues, he's six seven. He's athletic. He's long. He's active. He's everyone. Everything you want on defense, and uh, and that plus is a great stat because you know it, it shows his value. If you don't have that stat, the plus or minus, you're just looking at those numbers and you're saying, why is he playing so much? You know, <laughs> but you know when he's on the floor, they're doing better, and that's going to bode more minutes for him. And uh, Musk has a. a uh, a great way of, you know, determining which players can help in certain situations. I go back to last year when they beat Gonzaga, and Trey Wade had played like six minutes the previous game and like eleven minutes the other. He wasn't, he wasn't doing anything, and and then Trey Wade plays like thirty minutes and scores fifteen, eighteen points. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, where did Buss come up with this? Or well, you know what? gave him the idea that Trey Wade would be a factor here. And uh, and, and that's the way he plays the big guy. You, you know, out of nowhere, Kamani Johnson's kind of started the last couple of games, and he was kind of a forgotten guy for five or six games. Also, and you, you just never know. Also, you have to like, from a minute standpoint, kind of that balance that's there, where uh, you had two players that went into 30 minutes, where Anthony Black, almost 35 minutes, and then Ricky Council almost the entire game. But we did see a stretch of the season where you had three guys that were playing the entire game, essentially. And so to have uh, Nick Smith Jr., Devo, and uh, Makai, some of those guys that are under that 30-minute mark, it gives them a bit of rest and 
recovery and and then they be they can come back into the game a little bit fresher at that moment. Yeah, and I think it's Nick Smith has been the great addition because you know we would never see Anthony Black sit on a normal situation, but you know Nick can handle some of the point guard responsibilities. And you saw at the end of the game though that he doesn't completely trust Nick in a situation where we're trying to protect a lead. You know he wants Devo in there, he wants the ball in Anthony Black's hands, and uh, the, the, you got it's tough to earn and get in the muscle circle of trust in certain situations unless you prove it to him. And you know the good thing with Nick, Nick wants to be the best player every night he steps on the court. He had a bad game, and we need Nick Smith in this tournament. And, and, and preferably on Saturday, you know, to have one of those games where he looks like a lottery pick, where he scores 23 points on, you know, 12 shots. Um, we, we need Nick to, I, I really think, be Kansas. Nick's going to have to have a, have a good offensive game. Besides that, Arkansas has to do what tomorrow to beat Kansas? I think just be smart. You know, don't turn the ball over a lot. I mean, you turned the ball over, I think, 19 times yesterday. It didn't hurt you, but it'll hurt you against Kansas. You know, I like think Kansas, I, uh, Barry Branch, a big Kansas fan, our weather guy, and uh, I've watched several games this year, and they're beatable. They, they, but they come back and they win games they're not supposed to win. And that's, it looks, they got hammered twice by Texas, and that bodes well because we're athletic like Texas, but we don't shoot it like Texas. And, but they, a lot of teams have played with them. But Kansas has a way of, you know, coming back on people and staying in the game, and they got that winning DNA, and they do the things. They pass the ball well. They don't turn it over a lot. And they're not, they're not a big team, not a great offensive rebounding team. They defensive rebound all right. And um, they just do the things that, you know, win games. And we cannot, turn, we cannot be a high turnover team and beat Kansas. And um, that's something we've got a little careless with, with – um, Offensively, and we got to be better in that area tomorrow. But it's just interesting that we're, you know, a three and a half point underdog. If you're just joining in, we have Steve Sullivan of KTV, courtesy of the Jones and Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And Sully, you mentioned Nick Smith and uh, not being in the game, late game situation. Now, that may have been just a case of the flow of the game and him not really having the best game that was going then. I think, you know, maybe he is one of those guys. You you go with a hot hand, basically, and that's what we saw a case of yesterday in the game where he wasn't a hot hand and so had the guys in the game that were hotter and uh, in more control of the game at the end. So that is something that could change in this Kansas game just depending on the flow of the game and how it goes. Yeah, you know, some guys feed off their offense. I thought the best scene I saw all day was um, Monty Johnson when he battled those four guys and, and got the rebound bucket and, and Nick Smith, you know, in his excitement just shoved him into the ground, just hit him a two-hand push to the chest to congratulate him. And it just shows you how much Nick is into the team and winning the game. He could have been in his head that I'm not having a good offensive game and it's all about me. But at that moment, it was all about Kamani. And, and that's what you want your guys thinking, you know, because it, it bothers good players when they don't play well. You know, they, they want to be part of the win. And, and, you know, Nick wasn't probably in a good place yesterday when he's not hitting shots. But, you know, I know watching him in high school that, A, he won't stop shooting, and, B, he's all about winning. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's a good combination for a guy like that. You never want uh, – and that's Ricky Council. Uh, that's one thing Joe Klein mentioned on our special. He said, you know – if you're Ricky Council and, and you were one of the leading scorers in the league, you got to say basically, screw it, I'm going to take my shots. If I have good shots, I'm going to shoot them. I'm not going to hesitate. And you got to believe that in your mind. And he said, if you if you if it, you start screwing around your mind, you don't believe or you're hesitant, uh, you're not going to be that same player. So if Arkansas ends up losing tomorrow, how do you think this season will be remembered as a success, as a just another kind of must season? What do you think, you know, or just, hey, we had injuries, you know, kind of wrong timing and never really got to see the full product. How do you think it's going to be remembered if, if they don't come up tomorrow? I think if they're competitive and they play a good game, I think, you know, you know, people obviously talk about, you know, the missed opportunities. And it's hard to think of big picture when you're in the middle of the season and where you're in, in the season, you know. And 
in reality, you know, you could be Texas A&M and have a great regular season and then, you know, a great conference season and lay an egg in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I think that win yesterday was huge. And I think if you're competitive against Kansas um, and it's a good game, I think, you you know, the season, you know, some will view it as a muscle pain that has a success. And, you know, but, you know, the, you, you go back to the expectations, but then you look how good Trevin Brazil was. And I, Nick probably isn't the same player he would be if he had played 20 games. And, um, you know, how many teams can suffer those kind of losses and still do what Arkansas did? So hard to say how the average fan's going to um, do this season. I know when I get out of the regular season, I was frustrated. You know, we finished 10th. Yeah, in conference, and yeah, we were better at that. We didn't. Be, I don't think anybody would have, be happy with that. And um, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it for me, it'll be an okay season. Sully, how's your bracket? Paint, paint it like that. <laughs> <laughs> how's your bracket? Uh, who do you have in your final it's four? Terrible. Your championship? I pick. I pick Arizona to win in one bracket, so that's out. And it's uh, it, it, it it's just. It's just so hard every year. You know, you try to try to pick a conference or think outside the box. And, you know, as much as I watched Alabama, I probably should have just stuck with Alabama. But, uh, uh, you know, my bracket's terrible. Who else, is, <laughs> who else is in the Final Four with Arizona? I have uh, – well, I had uh, Connecticut winning it out of the West. Okay, we'll still got you a know, chance there. Still, yeah, still got hope there. But <laughs> hey, before, it's just so hard. Before you know it, you'll come back and win that office pool. So good luck no, to you. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but appreciate you guys. You guys are doing great work there, too. Oh, thank you so much, Sully. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk okay, to you next you week. Too. All right. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Steve Sullivan, KTV, courtesy of the Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline here on Out of Bounds. Josh, we have some uh, results where... Xavier, they were able to put away Kennesaw State and come away with a win. They had a bit of a scare. But teams are going to have scares during the tournament as long as they come out on the other side and they live to play another game. That's the key to it. Yeah, beneficiary of a very nice foul call that went their way late to put them at the line to shoot, too. They went up there, and then obviously uh, at that point it's pretty clear they held the lead. And then Baylor just gets the job done against UCSB. I know people thought maybe some trepidation there. Bears have been playing well. Now, a 20-point win for Baylor, so Scott Drew's team off to a nice start also. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Jonathan. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing good. All right. I'm feeling pretty good. Arkansas had a good win on yesterday. I must say that I was pleasantly surprised, and you're right, because normally when we come out and we uh, come out like gangbusters, but we lose the lead, you know, when it comes down uh, to the end of the game. But one of the things, too, I think, um, um, you know, Arkansas, um, you know, we might have a chance against Kansas. I mean, we really might. As someone said, I think, um, make the comment earlier, they're not overly big. They're big enough, but they're not overly big. And so if we can hang, if Nick Smith can go ahead and get his game together, and uh, well, then we might have a chance. But uh, I like the fact that Musk is playing uh, Kamani Johnson and also Devo and um, and even uh, Council because Council, you know, he has, he's had a few years. And so when you get into the tournament at this particular time, you're going to need people who have experience. And and one other thing, too, and then I think I can listen. I, I watched the Texas A&M game, and I noticed that, you know, the referees were not giving Texas A&M every time they come around the corner, giving them fouls like they normally do in the second, what have you. And so, and uh, Penn State, you know, hey, they're going to have to be dealt with. I mean, they are a good team. Uh, with, I think up the listen, guys. All right, thanks for the call, Jonathan. Yeah, Penn State was lights out in that game, and there was nothing that could be done about uh, about the shooting that Penn State was displaying. You know, you can try to defend well, but as long as they're making those shots, that's the difference in the game sometimes, you know, with a team that is a hot shooting team and they live by those shots. If they're making their shots, they're going to have a great chance to win. And there was nothing that A&M could have done about that game yesterday. 
Yeah, Penn State, they like to spread it out and, and shoot it. They're not a big team. Uh, they got some size, but they're not like, you know, a, a what we would refer to as a big team. They were able to just knock down shots. But it's funny because, Joe, how often do, do these games just come down to, you know, simple things like did you did you make your shots? And uh, yesterday's Arkansas game, I didn't feel like it came down to that. I think it came down to Arkansas being the tougher team. But against Kansas, a lot of times, you know, I, I think it's going to be more about shot quality, right? It's pretty simple still, but... What kind of shot quality can you get on a consistent basis? And then once you, you know, if you are generating good shots against KU, which is not easy to do, but if you do, can you knock them down then? As for Record Life and feedback, we did have a comment from Hoops Coach about that game with Xavier. He says, guys, I hate to see an underdog who's doing so good the whole game and then lose by no call in the end. Um, but, you know, sometimes that does happen and it does always seem to favor those higher seeds when it happens. Yeah, you don't see a whole lot of uh, 13 seeds getting the whistle there in a tight game, do you? No, no, not at all. But we have seen uh, some upsets in this tournament, and we'll continue to see some. Um, but coming into it, Josh, I wasn't really feeling that this year where sometimes, you know, looking outside the box, you do see a number of those upsets just by looking at the bracket. But this time around, didn't necessarily see a lot of yeah, no, I, I think, uh, too, just because of how good, you know, uh, I think about how good Alabama's been this year, right? Some of those, those, those top teams, we didn't really see them quite going down. But the Furmans, right? People were on Furman yesterday. that didn't seem like they played that well. UVA just kind of throws it away in the end. And if you do that, teams are too good in the NCAA tournament. You can't be doing that. That's exactly what happened, too. It was a throwaway. And they had not only uh, a timeout in their back pocket, but they had some time to just kind of work the ball around and, just made a bad decision in that moment, and it led to them losing the game. We have more of Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. And we're going to get to more of your messages and phone calls on the other side of the break. It's Out of Bounds. Stay tuned. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Sports Center. Day one of the round of 64, the NCAA tournament was not short on upsets. The biggest one being 15 seed Princeton taking down two seed Arizona 59 to 55. The other big one being 13 seed Furman over four seed Virginia 68 to 67. Princeton will take on Missouri at 5:10 on TNT tomorrow, while Furman will face San Diego State at 11:10 on CBS. Some of the big matchups today include VCU versus St. Mary's, Kentucky versus Providence, Drake versus Miami, Florida Atlantic versus Memphis, and Kent State versus Indiana. Coverage of the NCAA tournament can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2 for most of the day, the exception being Arkansas baseball coverage, which will begin at 3.30 as they open SEC play hosting Auburn. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. You can hear the best of the NCAA tournament on 106.7 Buzz 2. From the very beginning all the way to the championship game. Follow all the action on 106.7 Buzz 2. Tournament coverage is brought to you by Double B's, Slim Chickens, Hometown Roofing, and Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Justin Acre for Serta Pro Painters. Use the folks that I've used for over a decade now to get all of your painting needs met. Inside or outside, it makes no difference. It is the place to get the job done the right way at home, at work. It is all about Serta Pro. If you want somebody who's going to pay great attention to detail, help you through the process of picking colors, which is exactly what I needed, and will only leave behind a beautiful coat of paint, then you need to go to Serta Pro. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Old Pro Medicine Show, live in concert. Paint this town tour. Friday, May 26th at Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. And pick up their new album, Paint This Town, out now. Old Crow Medicine Show. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote at directauto.com. Savings based on discounts may vary. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now, we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. 
Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our Green Saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Hi guys, it's Mark with South Lake Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical advancement that has helped thousands of men. Our wave technology is backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University. It's been shown to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us now, and not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, but we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. This unprecedented offer is worth $600, but it's free to those who call in the next two minutes. Call 501-492-6000. That's 501-492-6000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your life back. Call South Lake Medical Clinic now to qualify. 501-492-6000. Listen for Oakwan Handicapping on the Zone with Nancy Holtis, presented by Sam's Pizza Pub in Hot Springs on Lake Hamilton. Sam's is known for thin, crispy pizza with an abundance of toppings and cheese. Sam'sPizzaPub.net in Hot Springs with live music every weekend and family-owned since 1980. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Six to shoot. Hogs got to go to work. Mitchell to Davis. Debo. Euro step to the basket and he lays it up and in. All of a sudden the sea parted. Debo to the basket and Arkansas is up by 12. On 1037 The Buzz. Great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks has great happy hour specials on drinks. Apps for $2, $4, and $6. And it is the place to be to watch all the sports action. They have plenty of seating inside and out with wall-to-wall TVs. And by it being St. Patrick's Day, they have some great specials on Irish whiskey. Conor McGregor, proper number 12. Proper number so, 12, there you go. Yeah, yeah, got that going on. Uh, Guinness beer. And then if you're wearing green today on St. Patrick's Day, you go to Twin Peaks, you're going to get a special treat, a free order of fried pickles just by going into Twin Peaks and wearing green. And there is some crossover today with Bourbon and Brews that starts at 5 o'clock. So Bourbon and Brews goes on from 5 to 7, and Happy Hour is 2 to 7. So you're going to have plenty of specials going on with Happy Hour, Bourbon and Brews, and then it is St. Patrick's Day. Tomorrow, UFC 286, and the prelim card starts at noon. So it's an early start because... The fights are taking place in London. So UFC 286, Leon Edwards, who is the welterweight champ. It's a rematch versus Kamara Usman. The main car gets started at 4 o'clock. So not only are the Razorbacks, Kansas, going to be playing at 4.15, you're going to have UFC 286 going on at that same time. So a lot to get into. Plenty of sports action. It's all happening at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, eats, drink, scenic views. Josh, what do you think about UFC 286 and Leon Edwards, Kamaru Usman doing it second time around? Kamaru Usman was longtime champ, and he seemed to be in control of that fight until the very end, and Leon Edwards gets a big kick to the head and knocks him out. Game over. Fight over, and Leon Edwards, new welterweight champ. Yeah, typically the rematches don't go well for the former champion, right? You usually see these things get run back. But lately, you know, you think differently, uh, differently about it because Amanda Nunes gets her, you know, belt back. 
I think maybe Valentina Shevchenko fights Alexa Grasso again. She'll get the belt back as well. But this one, this was one-way traffic. I mean, this was not a competitive fight until the fight was over. Right? I mean, it's hard to say this fight was... There were moments of it being competitive at all. And with that, you know, it's, it's kind of funny to think that they're going to run this thing back, but they're going to do it in London. And Usman's getting a little long in the teeth, and I think we've seen it before. Once it goes at the divisions like 155 and 170 at the elite level, it goes pretty fast because those are the divisions where there's just the most people are kind of that way. You get the most kind of there's the most depth at those weights, and it's just all killer and no filler. And we saw it with a guy like Tyron Woodley. Once it was gone, it was it was gone like that, you know. And so uh, I don't think that's where Kamaru is, but you never know, right? You never know. And he's talked about it. He's got, he's accomplished a lot in his career and. Uh, he said, you know, there's really not a whole lot left for him. To Ooh, when you start talking about that as a fighter, it may be you have one foot outside right. and, you Which know, you you're kind of looking to move on. <laughs> you, can't, no. you cannot do it in this game. You can't approach it like that. Now, um, of course, the money is good. And, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier with fighters hanging on a little bit too long because of the money. Right. But you can't have that thought and let that frame how you go about having these fights. Totally correct on that. Yeah, it's you just can't do it. I mean, you have to be practical about it. Let's go back to the phones and talk to B-Man. What's up, B-Man? All right, Joe. I guess I reserve to talk about my Lakers, how they're just not going to make the playoffs. But uh, it, it's uh, not a good feeling. But um, on the Razorback game, I did not uh, know until the last three weeks that uh, the team do not know how to pass the ball when they're being pressed. You notice they turn the ball over so many times when when a team starts pressing them. They only have one ball handler, and that is Anthony Black. Why Devo Davis is bringing the ball up? He's a turnover waiting to happen. That's bringing the ball up, I'm saying. Why do must have him bringing the ball up? That's my question. Well, when when other teams are putting pressure on them, you're going to have to have somebody that helps with the ball handling, and sometimes they are in that situation. Now, Nick Smith Jr., I think he's good ball handling, and Devo is going to have he to be a part of that. You can't just leave a player on an island and expect them to be able to get out of that pressure. Yeah, we have the Nick. Uh, for some reason, Nick uh, looked like he played, played a little timid last night for some reason. I watched, watched him. I mean, he wasn't even looking to shoot. So I don't know what was wrong with that on last night. Hopefully he got his jitters out, but he did. It didn't look very good last night. But I was impressed with the team that they held on to the lead because I was thinking, here we go again, giving up a 17-point lead. They got it down to five, but they were able to um, uh, uh, put that lead uh, back up. But uh, if they can't handle that pressure against Kansas and turn the ball over, I mean, the game, I think, will be over in, in really in the first half. Now, if they can handle that pressure without turning that ball over, I believe they can give them a competitive game. not saying they're going to win, but they got to do better on, on that. And uh, uh, all I got to say is go home. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for the call, B-Man. And on the other side of that, Arkansas is going to have to live on the defensive end and try to put some pressure on Kansas and – lead to some transition and easy baskets for Arkansas. That's kind of the style of play that they're in, and that always is going to bowl well for them if they're able to get some of those turnovers and turn them into points. But you can pretty much say that for every game and every team playing basketball. That's just basketball in a nutshell. Yeah, I think on the guard front for Arkansas, you know, the ball handler thing, it's 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 not a bad point. Um, you know, and the issue for them is Anthony Black is a freshman, right? And I think I really love his upside. He is a big guard, is a really good playmaker. I think he needs to be more confident in his shot, and I think he'll get there once he gets to the NBA. A lot of this stuff happens. But the pro- you know, the problem I have is, and you see this a whole lot, like Nick Smith's a good player. Keontae George Baylor's another really good player. But freshman scoring guards are typically really tough bets when it comes to, number one, handling the basketball, but also consistency. Uh, I, I think, uh, let's see, Nick on the season shooting 38% on the floor, 33 from three, and then 74 from the line. You know, he's, it's, he's not like the, you know, he's not bad, but those are not efficient numbers. And Keontae George is kind of the same way. Now, those guys are seen as really good players and really high upside potential guys, but you can't rely on scoring guards as freshmen. It typically 
is the older scoring guards who have kind of developed the different facets of their game. It's just got, with guys like Nick Smith, the fluidity is there. It's just the consistency of the making the shots that is not there yet. But like the ability to get yourself open, clearly there for them. And some of that pressure may have been put on Nick Smith Jr. by himself as far as trying to come back from that injury and getting the flow. And even Steve Sullivan, KTV, he mentioned it. Like he said, we've seen Nick Smith Jr. quite a bit throughout his high school career, and he's always been the guy, and he expects to be the guy. And even, you know, getting to the next level, he's not going to step in immediately as the guy anywhere, but he'll still have that mentality. That's just the type of player he is. So some of that inconsistency with a shooting is based on some of the pressure that he may put on himself to try to go out and get those baskets to help the team get come away with some wins. Yeah, no, there's a lot of pressure. I think that's kind of the way it's built, too. I, I just wonder if you have, if you stress for a guy like A.B. to be a bit more aggressive, which I totally think he should be because he's so big and he's so, he's pretty, you know, I think he's pretty strong for, for a young kid, but he's just got size and can move around people. And, you know, if he shot a bit more, too, the defense would really just have to complete respect because you'll see, they'll give him space. And I credit him for thinking, I can find a better shot. I love that about players. But sometimes... His look is the best look, and uh, I kind of wonder if if it was pitched that way. I mean, but he's just been playing a lot longer, right? He's played basically double the games that Nick Smith played this year because that long stretch or whatever it is because Nick Smith missed. So I think that playmaking, scoring burden kind of got messed up by the injury. You have to have that balance between being aggressive and then actually looking for your shot, and that's kind of where Anthony Black is because – Part of his game is getting others involved. That's Correct. just kind of how he likes to play, what he likes to do. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Bob. What's up, Bob? Hey, Joe. Uh, I'd just like to add a little bit to what you and uh, Steve Sullivan were talking about. Uh, I have noticed in the past several games, particularly the ones that uh, the Razorbacks uh, have a lead going into the second half, uh, they play okay uh, for a very short while. They play, they play their uh, aggressive, uh, normal game. And then I don't know whether it's uh, the coach or whether it's the team that all of a sudden decides, well, we're going to go into our, I guess it's a stall, or we're going to start use playing the clock instead of the game. And then they get out there and whoever's got the ball, particularly the guards, they stand out there and they dribble and dribble, or they pass once or twice between them, and they let the clock run down to uh, six, seven, eight seconds, and then they decide, well, we've got to shoot now. So they drive for some ridiculous shot and miss most of them, and that lets these teams get back in the game. And it's been, I would say, just about every one of these games lately that they have uh, let go that this happens. Yeah, great point, Bob. Uh, We appreciate the call, and uh, we'll talk more about that here on Out of Bounds. Now, something that can be pointed out, of course, a lot of that is on coaching, so the players aren't just out there wasting clock because they're getting it from the coaches that this is our philosophy, this is what we want to do. But on the other side, good coaches, they recognize that. And Brad Underwood, coach for Illinois, he was overheard telling his team that Arkansas is just trying to hang on here, so let's go attack them and and try to get some baskets because that's what they're doing. They just want to hold on to this lead, and we're going to attack and try to do something about it. Yeah, trying to close out the game uh, against, you know, they did it against Kansas the same way they have been some of these recent games. It ain't going to go very well for them. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. From the Hogsmeade Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors. Stay tuned. Make today more interesting with Bentley's online sports betting action. You can bet on pro and college games with Bentley, the only online sports book in Arkansas and Tennessee. And right now, every new customer can cash in on a $250 risk-free first bet. Download the Bentley Sportsbook app now in the Apple and Google Play Store or visit Bentley.com. With Bentley, every game matters. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. I thought learning a language would be too much work. 
Then I discovered Babbel. They make learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes. Quick and easy. And soon, you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? My friend from Italy said my accent and pronunciation is perfect. It's because Babbel's lessons are designed by language teachers and voiced by real native speakers. Each lesson is like living in another country for 15 minutes. I love that there's all kinds of ways to learn. Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. You learn words and phrases you actually use in real conversations. In three weeks, I was starting to speak in another language. So easy. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store right here in Sherwood. Well, you know everybody's talking about high prices on automobiles, but I've got some great news. We have huge discounts on our most popular models. How about this? $10,000 off on Ram Bighorn Crew Cab 4x2s. And we have a beautiful lifted Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 that's also discounted $10,000. We've got a huge selection of Jeep Gladiators for $6,000 off. You'll save up to $6,000 on the brand new Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. Folks, that's the hottest selling model. I hope you get this message. We have a huge inventory of new units and we have our famous green tag prices clearly marked on the windshield the green tag is the lowest price no tricks no gimmicks everyone gets the green tag price you know we have three dodge Chrysler jeep ram stores so we have a big selection come see us at fletcher dodge on warden road or you can shop us online at fletcherdeals.com Justin Anchory with Laura Beth from Coffin by Design West, getting you ready for spring. And Laura Beth, let's start with some of the outside options that Coffin by Design West provides for folks who are trying to spruce up their homes this time of the year. We carry a large selection of in-stock steel products, which include leaf blowers, weed eaters, and lawnmowers. As far as sprucing up the house for spring cleaning, you have a lot of other options there as well. We have storage totes, power washers, flower bed tools, planters, fertilizers, all your lawn care needs. It's Coffin by Design West, out west past Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantor Road, Monday through Saturday, online at KauffmanLumber.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? <sighs> no way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. See shelter agent Vic Seidenschwartz in Carlisle, Lawrence Forrester in Cabot, or Hayden Strickland in Sherwood. Hey everybody, it's John Neighbors. I gotta tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. They've been doing business since 1957 and to this day remains the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership in all the land. I can tell you from personal experience, I went and bought my own truck from there and I would not change anything about the experience. Not only did they have exactly the type of truck that I was looking for, but they made sure that they got me into the vehicle at a price that I could afford and making it very easy to make it all happen. I loved going over there and getting a vehicle from Guatney Chevrolet. They have award-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, and the best thing about it is they have been family-owned by Arkansans since 1957. So they have a great service department, so once you do buy your vehicles, you can keep bringing it back because they will always make sure that your vehicle gets taken care of. So check out Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, and you can always shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. It's Guatney Chevrolet. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Devo will be the trigger man with 801 to go. Black underneath, shot goes. Black got the feed from Devo, lays it in. Arkansas has opened up a 10-point lead. Biggest lead of the night. On 103.7 The Buzz. The world is yours. 
the world is yours. Till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes All the words past the margin The whole of mic I'm throbbing Mechanical movement Understandable smooth That murderers move with The thief's theme Welcome back to Out of Bounds From the Hogs Meat Market Studio Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors We're going to hear from John Neighbors in a bit Getting us all the info from Arkansas Taking on Kansas The practice report Something that came from the press conferences. What's Kansas saying about this game? What's Arkansas saying about this game? Is Bill Self going to coach this game? Do we have that info just yet? Or is it going to be a a, uh, decision? And uh, maybe we hear a little bit about it later. So that's kind of where we are going into this game with Arkansas and Kansas. Yeah, and John even tweeted it out. He was tweeting live from, uh, from Des Moines and said, Norm Roberts took care of the press conference today. The man who's been the interim head coach and they said that you know bill self's been a practice and his status for tomorrow is day-to-day um you know you kind of wonder even if he is there like how active of the coaching role you know will he be up and down pacing the sidelines i tend to think it's going to be norm roberts handling everything tomorrow and that's the tough thing sometimes with coaches even though they want to be there and they want to game plan the same type of way sometimes it is best to stay away because it's tough to kind of contain yourself and not being in that, in that same routine that you're used to being in where, you know, as the head coach, you're going to be up on the sideline and you're not going to want to sit there. But, you know, for Bill Self, I think he is a professional and he'll do what he what he has to do if he wants to be there and be a part of the game plan. And at the same time, think about his health and keep himself healthy and do what's best for him. Yeah, you know, it, it's got to be really uh, obviously difficult for Bill Self, right? It's, it's stressful, right? I mean, it's the most stressful time of year, and, you know, we're hearing about a heart issue, and it's got to raise all kinds of alarms, uh, obviously, you know, uh, concerning his health. So, number one thing is hopefully he's okay. Um, it sounds like everything went well in his procedure, but, you know, is it the best thing for you to start coaching the most stressful time of year again? Uh, I don't know if that's the case. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Hurricane. What's up, Kane? What's up, Nate? How you doing, bud? Man, everything's good. How about you? Well, I'm I'm fixing to uh, get a whole lot of people fired up or whatever the hell they want to do it, but I don't care. You know I me. Mean? I'm going to speak my mind because I watched the game last night, and I seen a lot of one-on-one players. I seen Debo Davis trying to take over, shooting all those freaking threes, building a house, Everybody want to be the man instead of playing team ball. I might be wrong, but I doubt it. <laughs> I watched the whole game. I watched the whole game last night and turnovers. They get a big lead, Joe, and all of a sudden they get the. I want. I want to be the man. I want to be the man. You know, one on one ball, and you're gonna you're gonna be just like me sitting there. In your recliner, watching the watching the rest of the tournament. That's what that's the way I see it. If they don't start playing team ball and stop playing individual and stop throwing the freaking ball away, turnovers, you know, turn over, as they say, not turn on, but T O. Hmm. And y'all have a good weekend, my friend. All right, take care, Kane. Yeah, that game yesterday, luckily for Arkansas, what happened is they played an opponent that kind of played into their hands when it comes to that. And, um, you know, they were able to play that game and not have a lot of assists and not really share the ball the way that they need to to play a more complete game, to play against a more complete team. They were able to get away with it against Illinois, and it just happened to be the opponent that was perfect for playing the way that they did. But... Most times, playing games like that, it's not going to bowl well for you. No, they cannot play the kind of game they played yesterday against Kansas. Uh, they will they will most likely not win the game. Now, one's going to be a lot of stuff they did well, but I think you look at the 3 for 11 from 3. Defense level was good, but Kansas is going to be able to manufacture enough offense. Uh, it feels like they, they normally are. And Arkansas is maybe a little tougher inside than, than KU is, but um, Kansas still has managed playing a pretty small lineup most of the year, still managed 
to be fine in most categories. Brent. What's up, Joe? Hey, Brent. How's it going? I can't complain. Is that, is that uh, John Neighbor's brother there with you today? <laughs> no, no. Josh Neighbor. Spell different. Yeah. I spell it the right way. Josh Neighbors of Morning oh. Mayhem. Okay, 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 all right. You're the new guy on Morning Mayhem. I am, correct. All right, you're the guy that got took three days off when you've been there a week. Y- yeah, it was actually right. five days off. If we're going to be... Oh, uh, oh, all I can say is that's great negotiating when, the, when, the, when you get hired. That's I want to thank my agent right for that there. one. My <laughs> agent helped me get that one. It was, uh, he did a great job. Hey, Joe. Yeah, what's up, Brent? Um... That game yesterday, I got I got one. Uh, it's not even about the Razorbacks, but it's about a player for Illinois. Okay, remember that mayor? Was that his name that played at Baylor? Yeah, it's Matt Meyer. Yeah, Matt Meyer. Matt Meyer. It is amazing how much better a player he was at Baylor when he had better people around him, isn't it, Joe? Well, that's always going to be the case when uh, you know you're a piece of the puzzle. If other pieces are really good, it everybody's elevated. Everybody's play is elevated. Hey, Joe, I don't know about you, but I'd rather be a piece of a puzzle, right? A piece of a good puzzle. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. when Whenever you're able to win a national championship and be surrounded by talent, it's always good. Yeah. You're, hey, you're better. Hey, and Joe, just, just for my way of thinking... I'd much rather live, if I was Matthew Mayer, I'd much rather live in Waco, Texas, and Champaign, Illinois. That's all I can tell you. Ooh, Brett, I mean, you're splitting hairs there. I don't know if there's a lot of difference. Oh, the weather? It's a lot warmer in Waco. Yeah. I'm all about the weather, Joe. But, okay, so you're all about the weather, but, you know, Champaign, you're stone's throw away from Chicago. Hey, jo- hey Joe. You know why I'm about the weather? You know that wheelchair doesn't run well in snow, bro. <laughs> yeah, here you on that, Brent. Snow and ice. I thought y'all would be at uh, Twin Peaks today. We'll be there a week from today. This is one of those months that has five Fridays, and so we're usually oh, out okay. there on the third Friday, but in a month of five Fridays, it gets pushed back a week. So week from today, next Friday at Twin Peaks. Oh, I'll see, I'll see you out there. I haven't seen you in forever. So, okay. All right. Sounds good. Take care, Brent. Joe Franklin, Josh Neighbors here from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. It's more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Hour three. Stay tuned. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state, and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at 